0: BLOB TALK RADIO every Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the show. This is T-Love, your host here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am a Reiki master and certified sound therapist with a private practice in Sussex County, New Jersey, where we are streaming to you live as we do every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Our chat room is open, so feel free to join the discussion that's already happening online. And we do keep an eye on the chat room, so if you have a question, go ahead and post it, and we will do our best to get your question on air. I will tell you there have been computer difficulties this week, but we will do our best to get your question on air. As an alternative, for those of you who are on the go, you can't continue to listen online, but you want to continue to listen, please just call us directly by dialing 347-2020-227. That way you can listen live via phone, or please, please, please use your Bluetooth if you are driving about. Ad Runner is spreading the word about Energy Awareness Radio in a big way here in both Sussex and Morris Counties, New Jersey. My digital ad is running in multiple diners, and the company running those screens is called Ad Runner. They have screens in various eateries all across New Jersey, and the response to the ads has really been quite huge. Many people have told me they have seen my ad in the diners they frequent, so if you're in the New Jersey area and you're seeking promotions that work, Go to their website, adrunner.co, that's A-D-R-U-N-N-E-R dot C-O, to learn more, and they'll be able to help you. And they're very helpful, and the results, well, quite frankly, they are phenomenal. Now, for those of you who, are, who have been inquiring about my CD, Imagine, it is available for sale on my website, quantumwellness.org. It consists of four tracks, or 70 minutes of quartz crystal singing bowl healing music that was recorded without any digital engineering or remastering whatsoever. It is organic in that what you hear on the CD is exactly what you would hear if you attended one of my live concerts. The feedback from the CD has really been quite impressive, everything from relieving stress and inducing uninterrupted sleep to reduction or complete elimination of pain and inflammation to significant changes in blood tests. You know, I'm passing along the feedback I get, and that feedback is telling me that this CD is apparently doing a whole lot of good for a whole lot of people. And I know I tell you I am constantly amazed by what the CD does and by what the bulls do, and I continue to be because of the feedback I receive. So if you're interested, go to my website, quantumwellness.org, scroll down to the video so you can learn more about sound therapy and how it may be able to benefit you or someone that you love. You know the holiday seasons are upon us the cd is eighteen dollars which includes shipping to anyone in the u.s so go check it out after the show now tonight on the show we are talking about believing do you believe if so what do you believe in do you believe in yourself well my guest katherine emlin has written a poetic book on this very subject and no matter your mood once you read this book You really can't help but become um, uplifted and inspired, and once you're uplifted and inspired, you're in a positive place, and it is from that positive place that you have more confidence, which breeds belief in yourself, and it's a wonderful little circle. It just keeps going around and around, so it's it's more like an upward spiral, and that's exactly the direction that you want to be headed, going up. Now, Katherine Emlin is a freelance writer and nature photographer, inspired by the belief that stories are everywhere, even in rocks, plants, dandelions. She spends the majority of her time outdoors following her imagination. She is the owner of Creative Mind Publications and the creator of Affirmation Chant Magnets, the Poetry of Nature greeting card line, and the gift book Believe, which is our topic for this evening. Now, the affirmation chant magnets were used on the Dog Whisperer. The episode was Sadie and Calder. And recently, she was awarded Best in Show at the International New Age Trade Show this past June, which is where I met her. Her written work has appeared in the Ithaca Times and Denali Magazine. She's been featured on KBOO Stage and Studio Writer's Read and has also received honorable mention in the 79th Annual Writer's Digest Competition. These are really wonderful wonderful awards. And Catherine also plays uh, marimbas and hosts a world music show of her own, Sounds Global on 91.9 KRVM. So help me to join join you, please, in welcoming her. Good evening, Catherine. Thank you so much for (laughs) joining us tonight. How are you being this evening? I am doing very well this evening. It's actually still this afternoon
1: where I am, but I'm doing very well.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's right. Yes, it's like 3 o'clock your time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But um, very well. Thank you for the introduction. Wow.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it's interesting because your book, Believe, it's very short. I mean, you know, it really is. It's in the form of a poem. And it speaks so well to what everybody is truly, in my opinion, hungering for. There is this desire to believe in life and and to believe in yourself. And people are having difficulty with that right now. And you, you're both a writer and an avid photographer, so your book, well, believe it's both written and illustrated by you which is very impressive and very cool (laughs) i have to say you know you didn't have to get permission from anybody for anything you just did what you wanted and created this wonderful book that that just is as i said in the intro it's very uplifting and very inspirational i loved it from the moment i saw it at the conference in denver as i said where i met you this past june however what's What's really amazing about all this is that you have a degree in anthropology, <laughs> so that kind of <laughs> yeah. begs the question. How did that happen? How did you get from anthropology to writing such a you know beautifully poetic, uplifting, and inspirational book? Well, thank you, and that's actually a very interesting
1: comment you bring up because in order to make that book believe as well as the affirmation magnets, I really had to go through a tremendously long process of learning how to believe in myself because I wasn't really raised to do so. And and when I was a young girl, I really had artistic visions. I wanted to be a concert pianist. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be a cook. And I came from an upbringing that was very scientific. And so I never really knew that options were out there to allow me to be this artistic person. And so I just sort of fell into the patterns that I was taught with the ones that you do and you know when I was an archaeologist and after my degree I was working I'm like this is fun, but it's not my heart this is not my job and I mean you know what I really want to do with my life and do I have the courage to to walk away and say I'm going to try and switch my journey of life completely and go back to what that little girl wanted which was to be the artist and to be the writer and and it took a lot It took a lot of struggle because I didn't believe in myself at first. I had to constantly remind myself, it's okay, it's okay, you can do this. And I think in large part that's why Believe came out written in that playful rhyme because I was trying to speak to people who who were a younger audience at first to say, If people are telling you you can't be this person and people are putting you down, stop listening right now and change the way you think about yourself and allow yourself to believe in your dreams. Because the more energy you put in believing the dreams, the more likely they are to happen. And so it sort of came out of that really long process. And what I found, though, is as I was actually getting the the poem out and showing it to my friends, thinking oh this is a book for your kid they're like oh no no i want this book for myself you know this is something Mm -hmm. i need to hear even now and and hearing that sort of brought in the illustrations because when i was looking for illustrators i'd get a picture of like a little girl or a picture of a little boy and and it was only one look and i'm like but the world is full of diverse looks and i don't want anyone to look at that book and say that's not me I wanted everybody, no matter how old you are or where you are in the world, to look at the book and, and see something that's unique to yourself. And, and because I was exploring nature photography and working with sort of an esoteric view of nature, focusing in on what the, the stories of the water drop on the leaf tell, you know, my stepmother suggested, why don't you try and make mandalas? Why don't you make patterns? And, and that's what I ended up doing. So the book is illustrated with a whole series of these mandalas made out of photographs from nature to add color and and also sort of an individuality so each person can see their own wrong message within the story.
0: Yes, and I agree with your friends. It's it's definitely not just for young people because so many people are trying to reinvent themselves and do things, uh, you know, they're mega layoffs everywhere. So people are thinking, do I really want to go to, back to the corporate world and do a job job? Or do I want to find what I'm passionate about? And the only way you can find out what you're passionate about is to really believe in yourself and have a faith in, in the fact that you can take that leap and do it, which is what you did. So the fact that you did it and then wrote this book proves and shows to people, see if I did it, you could do it. You know, and the pictures, the, the mandalas, it's funny because they look or they remind me, they don't look, they remind me of, I think we've all seen on TV, I I hope I'm saying this right, the Rorschach pictures, Rorschach pictures that they, that done like therapists use to say, what, you know, what, what do you see in this? Because everybody's going to see something different in each one. It's like looking at cloud formations. You all see different things. So Mm -hmm. I think it speaks to a really wide audience just from the, you know, all the photos in the book are from nature, blades of grass, flower petals, sunlight through leaves, and they are what form the, mandels that illustrate your book but they're so creative in that they're unique to everybody in a different way and that i think is critical another thing that was sort
1: of in my mind when i was putting the book together especially when i was originally thinking it was for young kids is you know when i tried to find equivalent works to to help me they were all novels they were all you know novels by by doctors or various people in the field and so it was a text-based book that you know at least an inch thick you know to you know a text-based adult-themed book. And I thought, what about something playful? What about something that you can memorize and make a poem out of? Because, you know, you hear a catchy commercial and it sticks in your head longer than you want it to. So what if we can take that same theory and apply it to creating something to say to yourself, like I am beautiful, brilliant, and bright. I am okay. I'll be all right. And find something playful that you can memorize quickly and have fun saying, and that's easy to absorb and digest. And so you're not sifting through prose But the message comes through in a much more simplistic
0: form. Yes, and everyone from children right up to adults, we learn more through play. It's the easiest form of learning. So, you know, to learn the 50 states, there's a song, you know, and everybody knows (laughs) the song Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, and right down to, you know whatever (laughs) I'm not going (laughs) to sing the whole song but we all learned the 50 states in alphabetical order through that song you know so it is a a very playful play is definitely a, a huge way in which the human brain allows learning and repetition to come into come into play and actually you learn it you get it your brain soaks it in so that I thought was very very clever because it does do that for people and it isn't just again for children adults learn that way too Um, You know, I already stated that this book is very short, and sometimes people will ask me, you know, how can you do a book or a show on a book that is so short? And I always tell them it's not the length of the book, it's the content. You know, I've read some books that are 400 pages or more, and yet I have such difficulty determining the point of the book. And I can't develop questions. I can't really grasp too much out of it because it's too academic or it's too, quite frankly, boring, and they're not getting to the point. They're just, like, venting. You know, it might might have been a cathartic Mm -hmm. exercise for the author, but it's not so great for the reader. That is not true with your book. it is short. Now, I'm not kidding. It can be read in about five minutes. No joke. It, if you just read it, you know. But if you, but to read it and take it in, may take a little longer. You have made some very significant points within the book, within the framework of this book that other books that are much longer have not made. For instance, you mentioned words have power. That is very very true. And part of your verse is a mean comment can hurt you and hurt and haunt you all day. So don't let what others say get in your way. Now, people don't use their filters and they just spew out words that are sometimes quite mean and hurtful. So while we need to not let what others say to us ruin our day, we are also reminded through that, that we, it's just important what we say to other people, what we say needs to be said in peace and love so as not to hurt or harm anyone else. And I know you didn't write that, but I think that point came across in your verse loud and clear. At least it did for me. Have others commented on that? Um,
1: Not that I'm aware of, no. But they all – it it, it does surprise me and delight me when I sit and sell these at, like, our local market and I have people come back to me and tell me the effect that the book had on them and how profound it was, which goes beyond – what I thought it would do. It makes me very happy because that's exactly what I wanted it to do. Um,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. So thank you. Thank you for saying that. That's nice to know. I do know that -hmm.
2: Go ahead. I was going to say the
1: one thing that I I tried very hard to pay attention to when I wrote the poem as well is not to say it in a way that was instructional like you need to do this. I tried to make it in such a way that it was more like a gift, because I had an editor, there's one line that says, you know, I'll tell you how, listen carefully, and my editor kept saying, no, you should make it, I'll tell you how if you listen to me, and I'm like, no, I refuse to do that, because I'm not the one imparting the knowledge, you know, I'm, I'm on the same playing field as you, but if you listen to me, maybe you can learn something, so I was very, I actually was very deliberate in all the words I chose to make sure it didn't come off as, this is the way you have to do it, because everybody's way is going to be unique. And I hoped it would come off as, hey, this is one little tool, and maybe this one will speak to you and help you,
0: you know. And I agree with you. I'm yeah. glad you didn't change that phrase because it would have made a difference. It would have been more instructional. And I don't know, maybe I read to try to seek things out within the words that I read. But <laughs> I remember that part where it said, you know, listen carefully. And I thought, okay, that told me, pay more attention than you're paying right now but without telling me what to do do you know what i mean yes i know exactly what you mean and and in my
1: mind i pictured like kids in their parents lap when they think listen carefully and they sort of inch a little bit closer to to be just a little bit more aware of something something's coming you know
2: so yes
0: Yes. yes, I mean, even in children's songs, there are things like listen carefully. I know there's some Christmas carol that Santa's saying, you know, listen to me and, and, and if you listen carefully or something like that, where children, you will see them, all of a sudden their their body movement will go more forward toward the person talking because they want to hear more. So when you read this part of your book, you do want to see what the next page has to say. And you do want to... You listen carefully, as you said. So instead of saying, listen to me, it's like, yeah, 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 I'm going to listen to you. You know what I mean? This way, yeah. oh, okay, I wonder what it is. There must be a secret to it, you know, which actually there kind of is, because you talk <laughs> about, well, there yeah. is. You, can
1: I, yeah, I know,
0: yeah, we will share it with you. Sorry, your words to yourself hold great power, too. No. Yes, and, and yes. you talk about writing the mindfulness for, for ourselves, and the key to this, or as you put it, the trick to all of this is in our own believing and you use the word there's a trick and and I liked that because I was like yeah it's a trick sometimes it's it's a big trick (laughs) you know but it is in our own believing you know because it's great to repeat mantras to ourselves but if you don't believe them if you don't put the feeling behind them then they're just words and whatever you're saying just not going to believe it. So therefore it's not going to be true. It's not going to happen. It's not going to manifest your life. is not going to change. You really do need to feel into the words and know that they are true. And that may take time by repeating the mantras over and over. And I think part of that is that when you do that, it comes with visualization as well. So if you feel and see your desires and you see, can feel it happening now, it will manifest much faster for you because you're putting the feeling behind it to make it so. Do you agree with that? I am, and I agree with that
1: completely. And um, also knowing from experience, and this can come in later when we talk about the magnets, about how I initially started giving myself from a place of being insecure to confident was to fake it. You know, I'd make up little things to myself. You know, I am confident, I am confident. And I just sort of say it like a drone all the time. But eventually without me even realizing that like a year later someone said, wow, you're really confident. I'm like, I am, (laughs) you know, and Mm. and then I took another layer of, Oh, well maybe I am. And maybe that's okay. And then to really own it to where it wasn't something I had to constantly create and pay attention to, but to have it become more natural and and just a part of me took a lot of time. And it did take continual repeated believing in myself and um, reminding myself to really, get to the other side of at least the block that I, I was going
0: through. Yes, and when and when we do have the blocks that we have to go through and we do something kind of hits you every once in a while that, oh, you know, I need to say this differently or I need to believe this or say this. And once you start saying it over and over and over again, it does start to happen because you see the changes outwardly affecting you, which inwardly is changing you because it started inwardly with you putting out the word so the outward part would affect you. And it sounds confusing, but it's not. And kudos to you because I think you did a very good, a very impressive job giving simple, easy, and effective ways For us to assist in our growth and and being able to truly believe in ourselves, you know, just through this short poetic verse, it's really quite amazing. I mean, one of the mantras of the book is, I am talented, tremendous, and true. There is nothing I can't do. That's a great mantra. But I could see me saying that going, yeah, right, and walking away and laughing. But you know what? You say it once, you say it twice, you say it a third time, and you you think, you know what? Maybe there really is nothing I can't do. And you might laugh the first time, or you might think, "Uh uh-huh. And that's kind of putting doubt, it's not kind of, it's definitely putting doubt on it so you're not believing it. But once you say it a few times, you think there might be something to this. And it's not conceited. It's, you know, it's not narcissistic. It's not any of those things. It's just having more confidence in yourself so that you can put it, like you said, somebody said to me, you have confidence. And I said, I do. Well, your perception was you were the same you, but that isn't what the outward perception was.
1: Right. Right. And I remember um, growing up with girlfriends and even in young adult years, we would always have like girl night where we'd get sparkly pens and and we'd write down on a sheet of paper all these things about ourselves that we wanted to see, you know, like I have a beautiful apartment in the city or different things, and we'd write them and we'd post them up by the mirror. So every morning we'd look in the mirror and we'd see that list of of who it was we wanted to be. And, And what I've learned over the years is, Make those lists all the time. I mean, make them now, you know, whatever age you are. Because, you know, on my wall in front of me, I have a bunch of pictures of places I hope to travel. And, you know, my ideal kitchen would look like this. And so every morning, they're right there. I look at them. And there's a part of me that thinks, "Oh my God, I hope I get to." And then there's another part of me that thinks, "Every day I'm seeing this, so it's becoming a part of my consciousness." And subconsciously, I'm saying, "Oh yeah, look at this is what your house looks like." And hey, you're going to go to Africa, and and so I feel subconsciously I'm allowing that to be in my energy field and in my what I allow myself the ability to to make manifest. Because if I said, "Oh, I'll never get to do that," then that's sort of the end of it right there. But if I say, hey, I'd really like to do that, hey, I'm just going to assume that I am doing that and I'm going to act as if I'm doing it right now, then at least I raise myself to a much happier position and I'll be in much more in tune with people saying, oh, by the way, we need someone on our field crew. And you're like, oh, look at that. And then and magic happens. So I also think that when you believe and, and you allow yourself to put your fantasies out there no matter what they are, you start sending out that vibe, it's like the tuning fork, you know, you can hit the tuning fork for this I'm happy and I love life vibe and you'll attract similar people in return
0: and the same yeah, will to so. be true, you know. Yeah, it's the law of attraction. Yeah. You know, you put out and you're going to get back. And sometimes you don't realize what you're putting out. So even though you say these mantras, and you might not believe it, there's a shift that is happening because at some level you do believe it. At some level, you bought into it just by saying it out loud, and it's a good thing. And I, 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 the other part of your book, see, this book is really short, listeners. It's really, really short. This is like the best book you can buy because for somebody who says I hate to read, you can't get away with saying I hate to read with this book. it's, it's it's just too short, but there's so much in it. The other part that you did a great job at is matching up the different verses with the photos. And oh my gosh, these photos are just incredible. When did you get into photography? I mean, it's, it's not often you find somebody who is, you know, a great writer and a great photographer and started out as an anthropologist. I mean, this is really rare. So when did you get into the photography aspect? So that was something that was I was
1: exploring about at the same time. I went back to school to once I realized, you know, I wanted to move away from anthropology and go back into creative arts, I realized how there was this big gap of technology that I had never been trained because of you know applicable when I went to, you know, my university degree. So I went back to school to study media arts and I picked up photography and drafting and computer design and stuff. So I was studying all these classes and I really loved the photography. But I found that I had more fun when I would, like, sit on the ground and, and, again, pretend that I was one inch tall and go into the weeds and say, okay, it might just be water drops on grass, but if I were a grasshopper, that would be giant. And so how can I frame this in such a way that it would be from the viewpoint as if I were a grasshopper? You know? And so you know, my photography, which I do under the name of the Poetry of Nature, it goes into all that storytelling, because I found it quite remarkable when I would see, for instance, three drops of water on a blade of grass, but the way that those drops are resting, it could tell a story. And if I said, okay, I'm going to allow this to tell me a story, what story do I see? I would see three, I would call it crossing, and I would see a family that just took that incredible long journey that's off the frame that we don't see. And the journey had heartache, it had triumph, it had struggles. And now they've just gotten to the point where they're on the other side and they can let go and they can just rest, you know. And so I started just really waking up to all the beauty that's right there that's within a patch that would fit under your shoe when you stepped on it. You know, most people wouldn't even look because they're looking up and out. And so I thought, well, I want to, you know, go down and in. And and so I just started playing a game called Drop and Give Me Twenty where I just forced myself mm-hmm. to plop down on the side of the road wherever I was and say there's got to be 20 beautiful things right here if I look, if I look with the right type of eye. And so it opened up a whole new world for me of, of looking at nature as having the same emotions and qualities as human life and how can I find these same things, or when I find them, capture them and share them with
0: people. And so that it it of- is amazing, especially the ones that do have the droplets I saw all of your work at the conference and there's, there's one particular picture in your book in green. It's toward the center. It's uh, where, where the uh, the mantra is, or the verse starts out. Imagine who you want to be, picture what you want to see. And that picture, I don't know what it is about that picture. It's just phenomenal to me. It's got like six drops of water on the top and six drops of water at the bottom or more. And I don't even know what it is but it's such a great shot. I mean, you capture your shots. And I'm not a photographer and I don't take pictures at all. I mean, people, I have a friend who's always saying, where's your camera, what camera? I don't even have a camera, use your phone. I can't, I can't get it out of my phone once I get it in my phone because it's not a magic phone. And you know, and she laughs, and, but she takes gorgeous pictures. These pictures are phenomenal as well. These are just incredible pictures because you really capture, I don't know what, the, do you know which page I'm talking about? Do you know what that picture is? I know is? exactly
1: what page, yeah, I do. Um, That, you know, is is a bunch of water drops on the edge of this plant that kind of has a, I can't think of the correct scientific term, but little notules on its leaf. So it has little spikes on the outside of the leaf, and the little drop of water was just coming out of each one. It was in the early morning, so it's actually goo, which sits on the plant differently than the water does. And so right before it, like, got sucked back in by the plant, it was just resting there on the top of each of those little dimples. And so um, that is a picture of that that I've taken and then repeated, you know, to the side and then down in order to make the mandala. So oh, okay. That. So yeah. if
0: you cut the picture in half horizontally, that's the actual picture you took. You simply mirrored it. Correct.
1: Correct. And, and the ones okay. in the book are all sort of done that way, which is a different style than, than the story photography, you know, that I also do. But that's what I did. Yeah, it's little drops of water on a leaf that I've turned into
0: the mirror image.
2: So, it's fabulous.
0: Yeah. Now I know I know you have a greeting card line as well, and uh, it, but I'm wondering pictures like this that's in the book. Do you sell these as artwork to be framed, or do you just have the greeting card line? When are you going to have it as artwork to be framed?
1: <laughs> well, I I do not have them as artwork to be framed, but I should because I've been asked that before. Um, the only, one of the things about the book, you know, is, is I was learning how to do this as I put the book together. And so mm-hmm. even though, so those $1 that are in the book, I can't make any larger than they currently are. So okay. they would be six by six, you know, but I've been asked, can you make these in the greeting cards or can I buy this single imprint? And I need I need to be able to say yes when I'm asked that question. So
0: check yes. again in a month. <laughs> yes. Okay, all right, because I think yeah. I asked this question in June and you didn't have them then, and I thought, gee, oh. because I remember you saying that they are – Pictures that uh, would have to remain this size, the resolution wasn't enough to make it any bigger, which is fine. But I'm thinking, you know, you buy three and either do one over the other or you do four and you put it in a frame to make it big for that you particularly like. That would be what I would want to do. You know, that would be really cool to be able to buy them individually like that.
1: Thank you. And, I, and I have actually, because of the request for the mandalas, started experimenting anew with, with making newer mandalas that are designed to be like one foot by one foot and, and making them out of you know, dandelion seeds or water on a spider web. So again, you have beautiful intric, intricate patterns that are entirely nature. I mean, I can't really take credit because nature is the one who, who did it. I just got lucky and saw it. <laughs> Um, well, you
0: captured it. It takes talent to do that because I couldn't do it. I'm telling you, you could put me out there for a million years and be like, I don't know what happened. I didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't uh, get it. You uh, know? Uh,
1: <laughs> um, so, so future dollars will be coming, and um, you, people can always email me, and I'll do what I can to get them. You know, that's in the book, oh, great. One that really speaks I'll be emailing there. you yeah. after
0: the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, okay.
1: Oh. So we're like, okay,
0: Catherine, I want to see all of them now so I can pick the four that I want. <laughs> we are speaking with Catherine Elmlin, author of Believe, and you can learn more about Catherine by going to her website, creativemindpublications.com. So go ahead and write that down now, creativemindpublications.com. So it's all one word. And you can check it out after the show, and you'll see these beautiful these beautiful pictures, I mean, they're just, it, it's, it really does something, especially when you put it together with the book. And I know I just spoke recently and said you have a, a greeting card line as well. Now, those are different photos from this book, or are some of the photos that are in the book also part of the greeting card line? They are completely different. So none of the photos in the
1: book exist in the greeting card line, and, and none of the greeting card line images were used to create them in dollars. It's a sort of a separate thing. And um, the greeting card line, you can actually see on the website, you'll see on the menu, the Poetry of Nature greeting card line. Um, And I also have a website that's just for that, the Poetry of Nature. And, again, this is going more into, let's say, a tendril vine that's just a sweet pea vine that's twisted. But the way it's twisted, it looks like someone leaping into someone else's arms, as if two lovers are hugging each other and one is wrapped around the other's body, you know. And so... That's what I'll photograph. I'm like, oh, two people hugging, and I'll and I'll treat the tendril like a subject of two people hugging, and I'll get that picture, you know. Or like I was saying, the water drops cresting the hills. So it's very, very macro, zoomed, zoomed way, way in, to where, to where it's become something that has no context to give you an idea of how big or small it is, which allows it to be, you know, giant, and allows it to be an entire landscape. And and I really have fun with that, and. Each image has a little story that goes with it. So on the greeting cards, you'll have the image on the front, and then on the back, there'll be a little, maybe four stanza—I mean, excuse me—four line little poem that you know suggests what I saw when I took the picture. And it ranges again oh, okay. you know, from joy to sorrow
0: to happiness to play to you know painter's palette. <laughs> it's all over. That's very important. I'm glad you do that because it—I like to see a picture and know what it is. You know, I, I, I like to, especially once you read this book and you hear, okay, well, these are pictures that she took. I wonder what that's a picture of, though. I want to know, you know, and it just it strikes up the curiosity. And, again, if, if you're striking up curiosity within yourself, you're trying to discover something. When you discover something, you want to go back and learn more, and that brings you to an upward spiral so that you're more positive and, and you're becoming uh, more confident in yourself because of what you're learning. We always become more confident when we start to learn things. So there's so much to this little book. You know, it's a little six-by-six book, and it's very short. But there's so much content in it that you will figure out as you read it. I mean, I'm sure I read things into this and, and thought things and things came to me just by reading and seeing the actual photos, which, again, are just stunningly beautiful. Now, your greeting card line, I saw some of those at the conference in Denver as well, also beautiful pictures. If I remember correctly, they are blank, correct? They are not inscribed. Correct. Correct. The inside of the card is totally blank. The little poem is
1: only on the, on the back where you, you know, normally see the Sierra Club or something. You'll just have that little stanza. But it doesn't take right. up that much work, so you can still write all over the back of the card as
0: well. Yeah, Right, but the beauty of the fact that they're blank is you can use it for any occasion, you know, and whatever resonates yeah. <laughs> with you. Like there's one in your book. It's beautiful as well. It's on a red page. Make up your own for they're easy to start. The picture it almost looks like it's a flower, but you can see a heart in the center. But I'm wondering, is that a flower? Was that a flower that you took actually, a
1: picture of? That is a flower I took a picture of, and it's the only one in the book that's not a mandala. So it's, it's me zooming in on a rose, and you're right. It had that little shadow of a heart. Which I love because one it's a rose, so technically it symbolizes love, and then it actually had a little heart within inside of it. It just—I thought it was beautiful, and I thought it made good sense to, to go right there because it was also sort of—I don't want to say the word secluded, but it was protected. It was in a nice little safe spot, you know, so a nice safe spot for your heart.
0: Well, in the, in yeah, because when I looked at that when I looked at the picture, I thought, oh, you know, the heart is protected. And yet it's opening up to everything else, and that's what your heart should be doing. You know, so it, you're right. It told a story to me, and I was just guessing that it was a flower. I didn't know if it was a rose or not. I was thinking it might be a rose, and I thought, I don't, I'm don't. i going to have to ask her about this. But the heart in the center that's captured there is secluded. It's, it's on its own, yet it's not because the petals are opening up to show the heart. So that kind of thing, you know symbolizes what we should be doing in life I guess that's what I got out of it see I got a lot out of your book and it's very short <laughs> well thank you I'm so glad <laughs> I know I would when I stood there looking at it I remember talking to you a little bit and thinking I can do a lot with this this is a great book and I walked away really feeling better just from flipping through it and not really having read it at all but just flipping through it and knowing there was more to it than what I saw now you also have affirmation chant magnets why don't you tell us about those
2: okay so
1: <laughs> these these are um these these are magnet word kits that are similar to what people you know put on their fridge to make all the little sentences with, but they're specifically designed to to help you create these positive things to say and so each kit has an i m magnet that's maybe about the size of a three by five card and it has a photograph on it that's also a nature creation, and then all these different words fifty six empowering words and so You put the I am magnet on the fridge, and then you have all the words to choose from, and you can put the words under the magnet. So you can say, I am, you know, sexy, talented, and creative. And then you can interchange the words as often as you want. And it started with one called The Goddess, which was sort of me helping learn my self-confidence as well as friends of mine that, you know, I was trying to work on these projects with us. how can we get ourselves feeling better. And then after I had The Goddess out for a while, I had it um, on a college campus, and the feedback was we love it, and the guys love it, but the words aren't that relative to the guys, so what can we do? And so I worked with the students for a semester collecting what type of material they would want to see. And then I created a second one that's called the professional chant, whereas the goddess is beautiful, talented, creative, sexy, wonderful. You know, the professional chant is more I am driven, focused, determined, prepared, organized. And then a third one came out that's called Spirit Chant, and you'll notice, I don't know if you have these, but the Spirit Chant is that same photograph that you like with the water drops on the top and the bottom. You know, mm-hmm. that was on that green page. And Spirit yeah. used, Spirit was an interesting one to build because, you know, everyone's spiritual belief is equally valid, and so I didn't want to have any words that pigeonholed a belief in any particular way but allowed all types of things to be possible. And so it's, it's a little esoteric in the sense that your choices are like I am – Tuning in, I am letting go. I am moving. I am light. I am transforming. I am understanding, and and so that's how the spirit magnet came out. And then there's been a new one released that since the trade show that's new now called Body Beautiful, and this one is all about learning to love the body you're in as it is right now. So you don't have to change it to love it. You can love yourself exactly as you are, and so that's you know, has the I am and then all the words that are centered around learning to love the body that you're in. And, yeah, this was also something that sort of started as an experiment that took me on the journey with it, saying, do I have enough courage to put this together and do I have enough courage to see if I can market it? And the funny thing was I was talking with my father, you know, about this and I guess getting down on myself and he was like, I know just what you need. And he sent me the police book in the mail, me. he's like, you should read this book.
2: <laughs> and, and I thought it was very
1: charming. I'm like, oh, I better shut my mouth and make the magnets, you know. And and, and I did. And um, I'm, I'm really glad I did because they're also kind of playful and interactive um, with a very serious intent, you know. So each day you can touch it. And I think, you know, again, not just saying it, but having to choose the words and place them on the I am and force yourself to say it, it just – It makes it fun, and it makes it interactive, and I've had feedback that has, you know, astonished me from people saying that they had difficulty putting the words on the I am magnet because they didn't know they were allowed to feel that way, and and they didn't, you know, and so, again, it went to a level that was deeper than than I thought it would, but it also reminded me this is so important because... You know, it's so easy. I know from personal experience, I mean, how wounded I got when I was a little kid and how long that carried into my life. I mean, I was in my mid-20s before I realized I believe what the bullies told me. I'm, I'm sitting here feeling bad about myself because I was ridiculed as a kid. And if those words are that strong to affect me for this long into my life, well, then positive words have to be equally as powerful, if not more. And so it sort of started the whole journey, you know, and it just reminds me every day, you know, people... Really need to learn, not learn. I don't like saying it that way, but really should love and honor themselves because everyone is beautiful and has something to contribute, and everyone is equally valid. And it's an awful shame that people get torn down at such a young age and have to rebuild this all up. It's so. very
0: true, and it is it is needed today. And this uh, the the magnets magnets do speak to that because uh, young girls, even young boys teenagers, even adults, anybody, you know, I mean, we do carry stuff in from our childhood and it is playful and you can put it up and you can change the words every day and you can laugh about it and you can just, you know, if you have a, su- a success at something, you know, you can just put a word that says, you know, I am great, you know, i you know, kind of like, yay, me, I did it, you know, anything. It, it can be about anything because people don't they we weren't brought up to believe that we're allowed to feel that way because if you feel that way you must be conceited and if you feel that that way you know it's wrong it's not right because you're here to serve and you're here to serve everybody and that means you know you better do a good job serving but I will agree that we're here to serve others but not at the detriment to ourselves no one would expect that not in the name of love and we are love we're made from love we come from love our creator is of love there is no way that that love would expect us to serve others to the detriment of ourselves. I just don't buy it. So we really need to, you know, take care of ourselves and put the oxygen mask on us first so that we can then help the other people. And these magnets, I would think that they would do that. They should probably be in schools everywhere or, you know, even like planet fitness, you know, I mean, I see that commercial all the time where they don't deal with the bullies and stuff, you know, market to them they could use it they could put it up in their lobby every day and just change whatever it is so people could walk in and go oh yeah okay today i'm going to be that you know it it really is a great tool you you have a lot of products for coming from such a a little book you know it it has evolved into so many other things and now we know that you're going to be working on one foot by one foot you know photos that we can all buy Were there any other projects that you're working on
1: well, right now I'm starting to put the photograph into a coffee table book that I'll call The Poetry oh, of Nature. Cool. So, Yeah, so it'll be a, hopefully a nice coffee table book size with the photograph and then the little story. And um, I'm going to try and make it a book that opens two ways, so you can hold it as a vertical juxtaposition book and, and see the photographs that are in the vertical. And then halfway through the book you'll have a nice blank sheet, and then you'll flip the book over and you'll open it on the horizontal, <laughs> and that way – each image can stay full frame and fill the page, and you won't have to squash one to, to fit, you know, perpendicular to the page. But each, you know, does that make sense? So. Yes. You know,
0: yeah. Yeah. When you yeah. said it was and two different we, ways, I. I mhm. when you said it was two different ways, I wasn't sure where you are going with it. I thought, oh, maybe she's going to do the Seinfeld thing, and it will actually open up and become a coffee table <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I like what you're doing better.
1: <laughs> That's very yeah. cool
0: because then. Yeah, it works for everybody that yeah. way. That will be interesting. Cool. When do you expect that to come out? Oh my gosh, maybe next year. My 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 goal in the okay. back of my head is by the
1: trade show next year, like summer of next year. And um, I'm I'm still a
0: one-woman show. so you know it takes. Yeah. that's not an excuse. It's just a you
1: know.
0: It's a reality. Yeah. No, I get it. It's just I'm just a reality. one-woman show too. So, yeah. <laughs> but that would
1: be my hope because I'm excited about it, and I've thought about working with Kickstarter, and um I've had a lot of requests and sometimes when I sell the art, you know people love it as cards, but they don't necessarily have a wall to put something on, but they want the collection of work, and so I figure a coffee table book would be the perfect the perfect marriage of the two, you know, and sort of encase the stories and the poems with the pictures in one place. Like that. Yes,
0: and and that, too, would become something just like this book. This book, if you pick this book up and you read through it and you don't feel better, I I don't even know what to say. It's impossible for that to happen. It is. It truly is. Between the pictures and the words themselves, something is going to resonate. This would make a great Christmas gift. It's not expensive. And it's a great gift because it's short. And even for people who say, well, I don't read, they would like it. And you know what? This can sit nicely on an end table. I mean, I have books this size that sit on end tables in my home. So, And this is one of them now that sits there. And, you know, people pick it up and flip through it while they're waiting for me or whatever. Uh, I just think it's a great little tool that helps people to get from that place of negativity whether they're really deep into it or or just going into it and helps bring them out a little bit because they think a little differently they're seeing artwork the color is vibrant and once you know that it's all from nature you can't help but think oh wow and you can actually see the miracle of nature I think that's probably what it is the most it's the miracle of nature that you caught that you captured and put in the book you know that that probably is what does it the most there is we're almost out of time but there is one uh, verse that I'd like to read, if, if I may, because I think it captures a whole lot of things for a whole lot of people. Okay. May I? Okay. Yes, you may. For, okay. <laughs> for I am my dreams, and my dreams are me. They will carry me toward my destiny. And if to myself I remain true, there won't be anything I can't do. That's just beautiful, and that is probably a really great affirmation for everybody to have because it tells you, you know, if you remain true to your dreams, there's nothing you can't do. You absolutely can do anything you put your mind to. You just have to stay focused and do it. Your book is beautiful. It's great. As I said, we're almost out of time, but I would love it if you would tell everyone how they may learn more about you and your work and how they may purchase all of your beautiful and inspirational products.
1: Well, thank you so much, one, for the interview and for talking with me today. And my main website is creativemindpublications.com, and you can purchase the products right there. I've also recently opened two different Etsy sites. And so once you're in Etsy, you would search my shop by Creative Mind Pub or The Poetry of Nature. So it would be Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Creative Mind Pub or The Poetry of Nature. And both those links are also on the Creative Mind Publications website. So, and there's also some specials going on right now, too, because I changed the way the product looks from just chant magnets to affirmation chant magnets. So I'm clearing out of the old stock, and I've dropped the price by a couple of bucks. So there's some nice deals to be had right now
0: as well perfect in time for the holiday season you know Hanukkah is early this year it actually starts on Thanksgiving Day Christmas is always the 25th Kwanzaa is always what the 26th or 7th so you know the holidays are coming and they're coming very fast so if you need something that's different or just a token gift or even something that you need to bring to one of those whatever they call it you know exchange things these are perfect because they're inexpensive and yet they're really meaningful and I think someone would really enjoy them so you know oh gosh I just think it's wonderful thank you <laughs> well thank you thank you
1: <laughs> you know oh, listeners we
0: need you to spread the word we know you enjoy what you hear on energy awareness radio so please share it with your friends we live in very challenging and constantly changing world and that's why i have the guests i have to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life And we need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life we are meant to live productively, healthfully, and purposefully. And this is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link to this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had tonight to learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. Catherine, thank you again for taking time to join us tonight. It truly was a pleasure. If you just hold on the line, I'll speak to you as soon as we go off air, okay? Okay, thank you so much you're welcome on behalf of everyone here at energy awareness radio i'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in this evening my name is t love and i hope you'll be back next wednesday at 6 p.m eastern time for another great show here at energy awareness radio so go ahead get out your calendar make a note of it now so you remember to tune in next week for more information about me please visit my website quantumwellness.org you'll find an archived list of past shows the upcoming list for shows in the future as well as information about other upcoming events i'll be hosting throughout the year including upcoming crystal singing bowl concerts and if you're not in the area and you can't make a concert go and check out the cd you might want to do that instead don't forget to follow me on twitter at nrg aware radio that's at nrg radio i am your host key love here at energy awareness radio intending you and yours a most wonderful week remember Living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well
2: I got. A new- I got a
3: When I remember Yeah.